or a real presa, uh, it is a medium-sized dog. Uh, it is uh, between male and female. It is uh, 88 pounds to 110. That's when they have ability, they have movement, and uh, you take more you take more out of them in that weight. Uh, I tried one, 123 and a half, and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. So I stay in that range. And that's what should be a, a working dog, is you look the police, the police doesn't have no one, or the military, they don't have nothing 140, 190, you know what I mean? Right. I was listening to this guy, uh, a dog trainer. He said, you should never buy a dog that you cannot pick him up yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it made sense to me. At this point, what is the biggest challenge in preserving the, the traditional uh, pressa? Oh, it's very challenging. Uh, I breed only inside. I don't go out. And the reason why I don't bring nothing from the outside or breed from other breeders is because it's a lot of corruption. It's uh, a lot of mixing going on to make this stuff bigger. And no temperament, no character, no guard instinct. It's only about how big they can get, and that's it. No goal. And to me, I'm looking for the standard. Uh, the temperament have to be there. That's my first sense. Temperament, character, uh, uh, and the guard instinct have to, be, and it has to be natural. That's what I don't train. I test. Uh, I'm talking about testing. Testing, uh, what I decide, uh, testing and no training, you train, you can train anything, but when you train, you don't know what is genetic or what is being trained, teach. You know what I mean? So I decide not to train and uh, test. When I see the dog ready, uh, I get somebody who do... Uh, Agitation, I don't use decoys or helpers. Helpers, I'm sorry. Uh, helpers is for sport and decoys is for sport too. Uh, I use agitator. My dogs have to face an enemy, no play with the enemy. Can you talk about the traditional Pressa? What was it originated for and what? Are they using it to this day still in, in the Canary Islands? Uh, it should be used for guarding. Uh, it, it can be used for hunting, but it was no, it was no, uh, it, it was not created for that because in, uh, in the island, there's nothing to hunt for them. There is no wild pig and things like that, uh, heavy hunting, but they use it in Spain. In the mainland, in the peninsula, uh, uh, the beginning, some people, some people, and probably to this day, there are still people hunting with them in the mainland. Uh, but a main goal for the press, I was to herding and guarding ah, and fighting. 
They used to fight in that. And to this day, they're still fighting them. That's a tradition in Canary Island. And what is a guard dog to you? What is a protection dog? What does that mean to you? Oh, to me, something he come natural. He, uh, an animal who is territorial, naturally territorial, and doesn't let any stranger pass to his territory. A warning first, and if the person keep going, a bite. And when these dogs bite, they they bite for real. Were they used to uh, guard the flock? Ah, uh, uh, really? In Canary Island, they don't have no wolf. Uh, really, it was to help the farmer. Uh, to bring in the animals to go to pasture. Uh, actually, because of the majorero. Majorero is on these dogs. Uh, perro de ganado majorero is a dog. And I, uh, people say Bardino majorero, but that's wrong to call them. Because Bardino is a color. It's no, I, I, I just want to say that because many people confuse Bardino as the name of the dog. The dog is, uh, that's the color. It's mean brindle. Uh, Perro de ganado majorero is a dog, uh, is a dog they used to use uh, to get, uh, to move goat to one side to another uh, and to keep the flock together or bring it back because uh, they let them loose. Uh, the ones they don't have too much meal, they let them uh, go into the wild. And when it was time to uh, find the newborns to see if their milk producer, they send the dogs to help them. And that's what the presa have in their blood, that dog. And he's a shepherd. And he guard too, as well. And that's what this dog, uh, presa have that in the hair, they still carry out that hair. The ones who got, no every, every presa the people call have majorero on it. The hair is different on, on a presa when it carry out that blood. And also some of the head is different as well. And tails. What part of the, the world is breeding um, traditional presses? I know many people. People are putting uh, a lot of dogs, a lot of breeds. Uh, to be honest with you, though, right now, it's, a, it's the demand, the, uh, uh, the demand for big dogs. And that's what destroy all breeds. If you look at Corso at the beginning, there was no that pick like today. Yeah, and it happened to the press. You look all this breed like Great Dane, uh, when the police used to use, and there was not that huge as today. And 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 those big sites bring problems, health problems, like dysplasia and other things. And uh uh it's the demand is destroyed the breeds. This breed is now uh, uh, being recognized all over the world. And people want it. They hear stories and they want the dog. They don't do uh, a research. And they pay the price because the dog, it will 
he will be a big dog, but he will not guard. He will not have the instinct. And they will have a lot of health problems as well. And that's what been going on with a lot of breeds today. People cannot respect the breed. I, I, I don't mind people mix dogs if they wanted to, but uh, if you mix something, just tell the people. There are some people who bring, uh, uh, breed band dogs, but they say they're band dogs. And I don't write with it. But when you say I have a presa, but you mix with something else and something else, that's a scam right there. You know what I mean? Well, that person is paying you for a pure dog. And if his mix is no longer pure, and that's a fraud. And it's a lot of fraud in, in, in not only presa, in pretty much every breed right now. What would you say to somebody who was um, looking to get into presses? What advice would you give them to weigh through a lot of the the uh, the scams? Oh, to do research. And if uh, I tell people I can help them, uh, but they need to learn how to read pedigrees. And, le and, and learn how to, if they want certain thing, it's like when, when I get into something, I learn as much as I can. And if that person doesn't know how to read pedigree, that's a problem right there. Uh, but I always search the pedigree and I look the dog. And I learn as much of every individual in that pedigree. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because I'm looking for certain traits. Without those traits, the dog is not what, I, uh, what I'm looking for. If I'm going into greyhounds, I'm looking for speed. I'm looking for a race dog or a hunting dog. Uh, you, they still can hunt a uh, rabbit. I need something very fast to I can get ra uh, 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 rabbits. So I need to search who in the family has been doing that. So I can get, I, I, I can make sure that my dog, I can hunt. So that people say, oh, the pedigrees, uh, you, the pedigrees, they're good as long as there no hanging papers. And you need to learn as much as you can. And if you don't, that's when people take advantage. When somebody, a, a red flag, when somebody, sell you a puppy and doesn't know the history of the dog. It doesn't have anything to back it up the story of the dog. That's a red flag right there. You know what I mean? What are some of the signs that you would tell somebody that so they don't get scammed? What are some of the things that, okay. that are Impresa. going on today? Impresa, 
presa y se guardo. Uh, so you need to go and ask him if, if the guy, let's see, somebody from Alaska want to buy me a dog, for example. And he want, if he come to me he, and assume he looking for a guard dog because that's what this breed is for. And actually the fighting intent has to be there. That doesn't mean uh, I agree with dog fighting or anything, but like in Alaska, they have uh, uh, a lot of wild animals. The dog might have to protect the owner. It's not only, not only the, the, the humans, they are aggressive, the animals. So you have to have, uh, you have to show at least videos of your dogs, no one, many of them, as many you can, doing that, that means you have consistency in guarding. And hunting, no, no everybody do hunting, uh, but that's okay, that, that part. But when you, we're talking about Presa, the main reason people have it is as a companion guard dog. So these people have to show something and people, they get too attached to the puppy, a beautiful picture of the puppy. All puppies, they are cute and pretty. You need to see the parents, what the parents they are. Is the person only have the parent. In here, I, I, I have the puppies, the, the parents, the grandparents, the great grandparents that I've been passing uh, 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 one after another. It's a line what I'm building. And, uh, and that's very important when, when you build a line, you build consistency. If you scatter breathing a lot, you don't know where you're getting from, the genes from everybody. Uh, I, I know everybody uh, uh, test dogs, uh, nobody do pretty much only take it to the show and that's it. A show, that doesn't gonna help you at all. You have to look uh, uh, the family tree. What, what that guy have, the breeder have, uh, he have a mother and the father and they are not tested. Yes, that's a red flag right there. And where he get the dogs and he DNA, I DNA now my dogs. Uh, I did it well, the first one I did it with uh, Royal Canin, but I didn't like, they don't have the coefficient of inbreeding. And I, that's a tool the Embar does. So when you go to my side and all the dogs that have been tested on Embar, they show they are related, like I promised. I say I have a line and that's how I prove I have a line. Everybody is related somehow with each other. And now, nowadays, everybody who I claim, that's another thing. Everybody claim they have a line. A line with inbreeding and line breeding is no a line. And, and everybody saying, because I breed this female, I keep it, I bring a male from the outside, I breed it to that female, I keep another female or a male, whatever, and I keep doing, bringing something from this, I keep a puppy. That's no a lie, that's car breeding. And how you're gonna have consistency, you're bringing stuff from all over the world or all, all over the place. You don't know what, what those parents were. 
and many people they are not as their dog and it's the day they do some of them they do a sport this dog presa it wasn't meant to be a sport dog mm -hmm. for that we got the belgian malanois and the german shepherd they are good in that presa is a protection dog if for the to to be uh, that's what i say for the lazy people or or, or the or the or the people who work hard and those, they are not rich. This dog, uh, if you train a dog with these people, first of all, you don't get no guarantee because the decoy, it will teach you, it will teach the dog how to bite the sleeve and he will be his friend, his playing body. How that benefit my dog is I have somebody attacking me. Mm -hmm. That doesn't benefit at all. In here, that's what I call I call I call agitators. Agitator, they come in here to have a war with my dog, not to be friendly. That's very different. And I can see from the beginning what my my dogs stand stand. And uh, uh, and and then I keep uh, first I do a little agitations uh, uh, stuff. Uh, the people who come in here, they know what to do. And they know what I want. Uh, and you test them uh, if they are ready before the next year. Uh, if not, some some of these dogs, uh, they are not ready. Uh, some of them, they are ready early. Some of them take a little while. I, I told people to be patient. And every time the dog, the dog for me, it is worth for guarding and protection. It has to bark. It has to be suspicious. If the dog is not suspicious, that's a dog you, you cannot count on. Because if the dog, he sees everything is a friend, that's not good for protection or guarding, in my opinion. They, they have to have that, that, that suspicious level. And that's what I breathe in here. So dogs, they have, they're very suspicious. When they they don't they see something is out of place, see somebody is new, they start to barking even from puppies. And that's a good guard dog, right there, because he's alert uh, uh, alerting you. It's let you know there's something out of place in here. There's somebody who's no, and 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 that little bark from their puppy when they grow up that became a bite. And that's the dogs that are looking for. It sounds kind of like, <laughs> but we live in a world uh, that is no, we live in a world that is not friendly anymore. And probably never was either. So right. we got people who like us and we got people who doesn't like us. <laughs> and that's life. And uh, and that's what we got the dogs. I don't want, I, uh, actually I have used my dogs uh, time to time. And they will be very effective, but I really don't like it. And the dogs that I, I got now, they're in another level. And since I breathe into that line, these dogs, they're uh, more into war. People who cannot handle those dogs, I suggest them never test them. If they have uh, people who got my dogs and, and I know how my dog can get. So I tell them not to test them. And uh, when the time comes, the dog will know. Well, uh, and another thing you have 
when you have a dog uh, that this kind of dog and you want them to protect it, you have to bond with them. You don't going to put a uh, in you know, tied up on the tree and for only feed them and live in. Uh, you want a protection dog. You have to bond with the dog. And I never, and I tell my everybody, never touch that dog. Be firm with my dogs, but don't hit it. It's a marriage. You don't hit your wife. You know what I mean? And and, and, and uh, that create a bond. But the dog has to be respectful. And this dog, they're very respectful, to be honest. You don't have to never come to. And when it's one, it's more easy than, than have ten. Uh, they're pretty quiet unless they see something out of place. That's when they bark. But they're very good. They're very good. They're very loyal. You see, you know how to handle. You got the best, the best dog you ever own, in my opinion. Going back to the to the problem of of mixing, mm. what what do you think? some of the issues are, is it just that there isn't enough, um, besides size, is it, there, there's just not enough bloodlines out there and they're and they are trying to fulfill a demand or is it something it, else? Oh, it's, a, it's always, it's the uh, exotic factor, uh, the wall factor. Every, every breeder wants to, uh, he wants to sell. So they have to be a wow factor. Like uh, they get a puppy from uh, a blue puppy. To that, to people outside, that's exotic. That's a wow factor. How you get to that? Breeding them with a with a canet corso, blue canet corso, or a blue uh, Neapolitan mastiff. You get the size and 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 the color. And people saying, "Oh, I get this." I never get, I do line breathing and inbreeding. Inbreeding, I don't do much. M much of what I do is line breathing. Uh, and I never get nothing exotic, nothing out of place. But these people breathing and get even white dogs with dogs that, uh, uh, like uh, Dog Argentino. And that's because he half in the blood that. Empresa, to me, crossing with Dog Argentino doesn't bring nothing to Presa and neither to, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, bringing with Bully Kuta doesn't make sense to me. If I want a Bully Kuta, I should buy one. Uh, not get half of this or half of that. You, you, you follow me? And it's not only that, it's the price they put on those dogs. Because uh, there are some people who sell very good band dogs, and they don't have to tell them, oh, people, lying to people, oh, they're full blood. No, they sell them very good saying what they are. And people, there is a market for that. But when we're talking about Rottweiler, Doberman, Presa Canario, Canet Corso, it should be a purebred. When you buy a, a Canet Corso, should, when people ask me, how big is going to get? I want it, I want 
a dog from you, but I want a dog who weighed 145, 150. I say, you go buy a canic also, buy another bread or another breed. It is that in the standard. Don't bring a staff, they are not in the standard in here because I'm not going to or, or mix anything just to satisfy your 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 needs. There is there is nothing for, for, for you in here. I just tell them just like it is. And 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 now the racer they are even they are more corrupted than ever. Now in UK already FCI they increased the the already was increased the standard. But UKC used to keep the old standard and now it's open. And uh, I talked to them and they was uh uh they, oh, I want to have a hearing, and they say I can have a hearing with them, but they never, they never let me, they never, never let me talk with them. They ignore me, and and I tell them you put more much into 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 your registry, and that's not cool. Registry is for pure breeds, not for 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 mutts. And this racer, they don't care anymore. I remember when I started uh, with dogs, I have to take pictures of my own dogs to register them. Three pictures. They require three pictures, and they that was go in, into they they archive archive that they save it into your file. Nowadays, they don't care. It is corruption everywhere. And that's how we lose in breeds. And, and, and these people who may who like to make band dogs, they need purebred to keep going their their uh their breeding. Without purebred band dog will die. You know uh, you know what I'm trying to go into? Yes. Without them, now these people, when they need to make good band dogs, oh, let's, let me make it with this Presa, this Rottweiler. They put it together and nothing happened because that dog, both of them, they are mixed already. And, and to have a good band dog, you have to use a real, a pure dog in one side and a pure in the other and put it together. And that's how they do it. They do it for three gener uh, two generations after uh, two generations, yes, and they go back to the same source. That's how they they make the good band dog when they need it, because a band dog is a working dog. Nowadays, a lot of people talking about band dog and band dog and band dog, but they what they do nothing. So that's not a band dog. That's a, a pretty mutt to me. But band dog, it, it is a working dog. It's a mixed working dog. Mm. But now I see a lot of people who make band dogs, but you don't see what they're doing. They only they put together two dogs, and that's it. And there's a lot of people complaining about that. I, I know on groups of band dog, and I hear everything they say, everything they talk. The answer to your question. Yes. 
why do you think they're still trying to get away with it when DNA is out there? What's what's the motivation here? Oh, some people they know. Oh my God, uh, people. First of all, they they fool you with some dogs, or they do the saliva. Another, I hear. I don't know. I'm not sure about this one, but I hear if you got an embar, if you got pedigrees, you show them the pedigree and they switch from from mixed dog to pure dog. I hear that. I'm not sure because I, I I never tried. Uh, but what happened, these same people who are doing that, they claim they have a line. A line I put on my page, a line, all the dogs, they, it doesn't matter who I'm bred. I bred I bred my first generation with my sir, any cousin, uh, uh, uncle, and niece, this and that. When you DNA, you have one of my dogs, you DNA, I will get, uh, I will get an alert in my page, uh, in my email, and he will get another one. And uh, it will say you have uh, uh, a family. There is a dog is related to your dog. And when you look, in my in, in my page, all they are very related, very high. Uh, from uh, even half using half of my dog, it go from thirty five, I think, to fifty one. In in relationship, that's very high. And, and that's how the way you can cut them, uh, you you can give to back to them. But these people, they fall in love with the puppy, and they know. And they are, oh, they're going to get mad and they're going to go to the, to the breeder, but they're going to feel in love with the puppy and they forget about that. And that's how people get, get into this problem. They don't follow through. Let me tell you, so I buy a dog from somebody and he's showing the DNA. There is no pure, I return the puppy. As simple, as simple as that. It will not play with my emotion. But much of these dogs, they come uh, mixed breed. Uh, they people keep them and they, they breed them. Uh, in the circle, the bad circle going on and on and on and on. I got a bunch of, of that I see on, online, on groups. Uh, this dog, it was so as a pure, it became, oh my God, I see a dog. And it was so very, very expensive. Uh, I think for four thousand five hundred, kind of in that price, or even who knows, probably more. He became with with more than eight breeds on that dog. Let me tell you, somebody gave me with that stuff. I know who 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 is a bad breed and who is who is okay. But I will not get into that game. I will return the dog and I want my money back. That's that's what I will do. But no, everybody will. They they uh, uh, put the feelings first. I'm not putting feelings with my dog, especially if I didn't breed that dog. I will return it. It's like you buying a Lamborghini, and when you open the hood, you find out that you have a a Kia engine. You will get. You will return that car. Everybody will, but when we're talking about dogs, emotion uh, come to a play. 
and it should not be like that. These people have to pay, and uh, nobody's doing anything. Everybody say, oh, we'll do this, and nothing's done. What are some of the, of the telltale signs of when you see a, a Pressa that it isn't a, a pure Pressa? And what okay. does a pure Pressa look like? Oh, my God. Sometimes I can notice from the picture itself. I don't even have to see the dog, the dog itself, and I notice that something is wrong. And, uh, but when I see it in person, I look the hair, I touch the hair, I look the uh, uh, the lips, how they are, uh, eyes, uh, muscle. There is no a perfect dog. There is no perfect dog. But when you have a lot of a lot of faults in one dog, that means it's something wrong with it. And plus, I look the pedigree and I look at it. Uh, I get my my last four dogs that I buy, and it took me five years just to buy four dogs, five years. And it was because I was very careful. I knew what I want, and I have to have it. Uh, and I looked pedigrees, and I looked the dog itself, or the puppies itself. And much of that was puppies. Uh, they was all young anyway. Uh, and I compare how they look like uh, as a puppy, and uh, and I've been testing from there, and everything come a hundred percent. I mean, I did a good selection. Uh, tail it has to be thick, very thick, to the base, and it go in a shape of triangle. The leg, uh, uh, it has to look uh, a cat fit. I like lion fit as well. Remember. We're looking into the standard, but there's no perfection into the. Uh, uh, it, there is no dog who fit in the standard a hundred percent, and we have to take that in consideration. Uh, the proportion of the head is forty to sixty, uh, and like I say, uh, lips they have to be uh, a little down, a little bit, not too long, because then when they bite, they're gonna get uh, fungi. Uh, the down lips, it should not have a UV shape because that make them droop. And Presa should not droop at all. So I'm looking for all those signs. The hair of the traditional Presa is a slightly longer than the, the chowl Presa. Uh, they used to call it Dogo Canario, and they should keep that name. To be honest, uh, what else? Uh, I can. Uh, oh, the uh, bag it should be a slightly higher, but like I say, uh, you cannot go to the standard and pretend that dog is there all a hundred percent, because it's not everybody win a show. Everybody will be uh, a winner, uh, but there are some signs you can tell. Uh, and, and sometimes dogs, they have a flat uh, end, but that doesn't mean they are not. Uh, take bones, but they are some, oh, they're more athletic, especially uh, there was a female I was breeding. She came from uh, oh, a guy who testing his dog a lot, 
she got uh she was looking more athletic but uh the other female i have she was athletic and she was thicker bun but the dna the dna for sure for sure it will tell you where you at and the pedigrees the pedigree people uh have problem uh many people don't know how to read pedigrees they think because he say he, he say the uh the pedigree suppressor it must be a presser. no uh there's a lot of hanging paper uh everywhere uh in every breed when you see you have to understand in the pedigree and know what you're looking for uh like i look for barrabas I, I was looking for all those the old dogs and i have to look at it is there in my pedigree and how this puppy look if they have some similarities to those old dogs that's what i was looking for i knew what i want but to newcomers that's the problem they don't know how to read pedigree it's like uh, I told I, I, uh, I was talking with this guy. He say, "Oh, my dog have pedigree." That doesn't mean nothing to me. Where your dog come from? When I see the pedigree, he say, "My dog is pure, have a pedigree." His dog he wasn't. Uh, uh, two of his little mates they was white, white dogs. That mean it was a crossing, and it was uh, probably with Dover Argentino. But that thing you have to look for. Uh, uh, I know pretty much who is missing or who is not. And I always knew. I always knew. Uh, but the DNA today, it helped uh, for me to confirm what I was saying before. Before, I, if I look the dog, I, I, I don't know. I, I've been so long. Uh, over 33 years I've been with dogs, so uh, and purebred dog, then I, I can see the dog it is or it's not. And my grandfather used to teach me since I was a kid, before then I became a breeder, used to, uh, used to handle me roosters. And he uh, let me see them, touch them. And I guess that helped me a lot. And, and he would show me pedigrees of rooster since I was a little kid. And that's how I learned how to interpret a uh, pedigrees. But no everybody, uh, for what I see, have that. It, especially in Presa, nobody can read the pedigree today. I got this dog. Oh, oh, there was this guy came in here and told me, Oh, do you know who is this dog? And I say, there are many dogs with that name. And I and I say, which one you're talking about? And when he told me that dog, he never did anything. The dog have this play track. The dog, he was a garbage. But in here, everybody have that dog in the pedigree. Another one, Arbaco. Arbaco wasn't a presser. Arbaco, he was from deer run. Deer run he was breeding band dog, but to sell those band dog, they used to say they're presa. That's the dogs they supposedly they kill. Uh, I think that's the dog they kill uh, Diane Whipple. Remember that in California? Mm -hmm. the, uh, that was the, the, the kennel. 
those dogs, they, they was impressive. And then the, uh, these dogs, they're in a, a pretty much in everybody's pedigree. And you're looking at that and you, you say, no, that, uh, that's no impressive. That was made in United States. There's a lot of red flag, uh, and, and, and people need to uh, to learn how to interpret their pedigrees. And they don't, I, I mean, they can contact me anytime. Many people contact me uh, and tell me, uh, ask me, what you seen about this dog? And sometimes they get, uh, they say, no, I, I can take it, I can take it. As soon as you tell them the truth, and I explain it why and where in the pedigree that dog, it doesn't, it is not. They stop talking to me. <laughs> so let's break it down a little bit now. You talked about um, the fur. What about colors? What is color. the traditional press of colors? Colors uh, can be uh, black, brindle, fawn in the two shape or uh, in a red shape. They call it uh, lion or uh, uh, red and found arena. That means sandy, uh, like from the beach, sand color. Uh, they can have white, but 20% only. And brindle, they in the standard say blue brindle, but I don't, I stay away from it. Ain't no blue, gray, gray shape. But when you start to get in gray, you can get blue. But mm -hmm. you will not see uh, that color pretty much anywhere. Mm -hmm. But I, I try to stay away because gray can turn into blue very easy. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I would not like to have that. Anyway, I like, my, uh, I like the temperament. Uh, I go, the temperament is my main goal. And then the standard. A standard you can fix, you can play around, but when you lose the temperament, you will not get it back. Mm -hmm. And the standard you can work little by little. These dogs, are, are, they're not perfect. And, uh, and people change the standard. I go by the standard of uh, the Department of Agriculture in Canary Island. The what uh, people calling the uh, 1989 standard, that's what I I I go for. That's the standard that I use, and that's what I breed in. I I, I breed from that standard, and I know uh, I, I'm very. I know in the perfection, but I'm very close in there. Although the bone structure has to be. Like a bulldog, big, uh, uh, big pronounced shape. And this dog, and you see these presses, they're floating around. They don't have bone chick structure. They have flat chick. They can be brindled. They can be all the colors in the standard. But when you see the chick bone structure, they have it like a like a, this new mastiff. I call it. And a press I should have that bone structure. That bone structure is what it helps him with that grip, with that bite. 
without that, they don't have no bite. That's another thing. Mm -hmm. And you talk about the facial structure. What a, is it always a black mask? Oh, yeah, you should have, and that, yeah, you, you got a good point in there. A lot of people losing the mask. They're halfway uh, or or on the front, like canecorsos or like burboils. And that's, that's something, that's a reflect right there. I mean, the dog is cross. He's telling you by, by looking at it. The mask, it should be all, all the way to the eyes. Yeah, it should be uh, there. And I noticed so uh, lately, now you mentioned that, uh, I'm glad that you did. Uh, there is no new dogs with that nice mask put it together anymore. It's very rare to find one. Mm -hmm. And it's too much crossing right there. The tail, it should be, it should be uh, very thick to the base. Uh, and it going into into a triangle, not like a pet bull, thicker. And uh, in a base, if you look at it, uh, when it go, when it go uh, kind of at the end, if you have majorero in them, you have traces. The tail will tell you if your dog have majorero on them or not. Because it's more, the hair is kind of long, a little longer. And the, uh, the bunch, bone check on the bottom in the tie, it should be kind of like an inch and a half. Uh, the hair should be longer in that mm -hmm. area. And the tail, uh, it should be uh, to the... Touch the ankle or pass it a little bit. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Too short is no good. Mm -hmm. Too long is no good either. And is that a sign of maybe there's some other breeds into it? or? Uh, probably. I have to uh, see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but some tails I see, they look like a pet bull. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, but I always look what it makes this breed. And I look, because uh, sometimes you can get traced from very far and get it from. So you have to have that in consideration. You have to learn where this dog, they were, what they breed, he made that, this dog. So there was nine breed when I, when I uh, uh, from the beginning. And then they keep adding more breeds. But uh, to me, the breed that should be in there. And the people, uh, to me, was adding something that uh, it doesn't need to be added, in my opinion. But according to Couto, uh on his first book, it was Pitbull, American Staffordshire, uh, Bull Terrier, Bull Dog, and Bull Dog. Uh, I don't know if you know or know the old or the English. Manuel Curto used bulldog, and people in the island, the idea was because the uh, bulldog carried uh, carrying his blood 
de perro de toro in his bloodline. Perro de toro is a, a dog from Spain. That was to bring it back into the present. Uh, bring something from Spain. Uh, the, the bulldog carry in, in them. Okay, bulldog. Uh, ma, uh, perro de tierra. Perro de tierra. Uh, I think it was uh, a Spanish master. Then we have the perro de ganado majorero. We got the bull mastiff. The Rhodesian Ridgeback, Great Dane, or a Neapolitan Mastiff. That's all he has to have. That's it. In my opinion. Yeah, uh, Booter, yeah, they had they had it. And that's what they have the fighting instinct, because the old bull terry they uh, used to fight. Mm -hmm. And same with the bulldog. With those two breeds, they are in the fight. Uh back in the day, and it's still going on. They uh they used to uh do pechada. Pechada is uh what they do is uh fighting but tied up. But they have actual fight. They they make it lose one each, each other lose it in a uh, in a ring and they fight to each other. But Pechali was the much what they did and it was uh the dog holding with a leech uh, and the other one and they let him fight uh with leeches on uh, something that I it's no I don't see any purpose of that. But uh the dog and I like the the dog have the aggression to other animals because um like in here, we got panthers, we got uh, snakes, we got a lot of wild uh, animals that that he can harm. Them. And the dog, oh, in my opinion, if you are camping uh, right now, like I hear a dog of mine, he died because uh, he protect me from a rattlesnake. He killed the rattlesnake, and the next day he died. Uh, we got bears. Around here, panthers and it's panther they are sneaky. Uh, one panther tried to kill, uh, tried to eat one of my dog, and my dog oh, oh fight back, and the panther run away. So, I think that is very important to have, in my opinion. Uh, I don't want an animal; they only can protect me from human. With no the time, humans gonna be. Uh, Danger to us, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I my uh, uh, that's what I liking about them. Uh, German Shepherd, they're very good protection dog, uh, but standing with a bear or a panther, I mean, I don't think so <laughs> to be honest. And you need something with more power and more mouth. That's how, that's why the panther, uh, he run away. That's when he started to fail in the mouth, that he was biting very hard. That panther said, that's no, this don't gonna end good for me. <laughs> and, and, and he jumped to the woods and disappeared. And to this day, I don't see the panther ever again. Well, that's why I got a livestock guardian dog because yeah. they have, they have the, uh, the most, 
they have like ingrained instinct, you know, they're a land race, so that not much has messed with them. And they've been doing the same job for centuries. And then yeah. if it came yeah, down to a fight, they were they're in my in my opinion, they're the king of the jungle. They they have the best fighting instincts and fighting abilities if they have to. And then they otherwise they just try to bark and scare the prey, whether it be a human or whatever. But if it came down to a fight, they're the most capable. And I and that to me is is how I look at what a guard dog is. Yeah. You know, if they're all bite or they're all bark and no bite, then you know what what they serve a they serve a purpose. But at the end I, I want the one that if it if it's going to protect it's gonna have the capabilities to do so. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what you need selection breeding. Because imagine all those dogs being mixed with something there, don't need it. When something is no break, it don't fix it. And that's my opinion. That's how you keep those traits alive. You start to mix in these good dogs here and there, they will lose those traits. Because you add in other traits, the dog never need it. Mm-hmm. It's like, like if you want to know if you want to need a guard dog, don't get a guard dog. You know what I mean? If you don't need a herded dog, don't get one. Mm-hmm. But if you need it, get what you need. If you are uh, hunting uh, 24-7 and you don't care about about guarding instinct, and some uh, uh, dog Argentino I see have guard instinct, but the breeding was not meant to do, to be for guarding. It was meant to be for stray hunting. So if you are hunting twenty four seven, that's a good breed to have, in my opinion. Uh, for the police, if you are police, uh, I mean, well, perfect breed, Belgian Malinois. There is no comparison to that dog. And your mm-hmm. shepherd, these are uh, the the. It's a teen effort. I would not recommend uh, uh, the Belgian Malinois when you are, uh, as a personal protection, uh, first of all, uh, police, they work as a team. Uh, The dog is stop the person and all the police, uh, the dog gives the holding until the police came in there. So you got five, ten police jumping on you. But when... To have those dogs to guard a property by themselves, I don't think it's a good idea. I think you need more, more man, uh, more dog power, uh, like a dog, uh, presa canario, cane corso, a dog like that. There is very territorial, and uh, and I, I think that's the best choice for people, unless you. You are uh, in a car, yeah. That, that, those dogs, in some occasion, Belgian Malinois, I don't don't take anything from them. They're the they're the supermans of, of the dog world. I cannot take that uh, away from them. But there's a dog for any situation, or uh, for ev- uh, uh, there is a dog for everybody. The 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 only thing you need to know where your needs are. And get a dog from your needs. 
no cosas you watch it or or Tintin or dog movie or, or this and that uh, uh, everybody's need they are different and as long as you know you need you search you or or uh, study every breed and you choose the one it fit your lifetime uh, I don't have Belgian Malinois in here because I know I, I don't or do it I know a hundred miles an hour uh, person so having those dogs that he needs a lot of work because you cannot sit and watch TV those dogs demand work and, and if you are no active person that's no a dog for 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 you that's what I I will say and uh, and that's those dogs there for police uh And they should be keeping in, in much on that or sport. That's what I will say. But if you are a person, you like to chill, watch uh, TV at night and relax. And you are, are no very active person, press, I can make also. Uh, there's other breeds that can fit that need. And they can still do what you need to. I got a dog. I don't know if you see. I got a dog uh, that I breed. Uh, he's very young. Uh, I think he's two years old. Um, he was hurting. Uh, he, he he's not far from me. He's hurting animals, farm animals. Uh, he protects the farm animals. He protects the family. He is a, a, a multi-purpose dog, an overall dog. And I'm very happy to see uh, uh, something like that because uh, it meets the standard. And I never have the chance. I don't have goats in here or cows. I only have one acre, uh, a little over one acre. Uh, I cannot have that many animals. But uh, that person who got uh, one of my dogs, she got a hundred acres. She got horses, sheep, uh, goats, chicken, everything. And the dog is helping her, and and every day, uh, uh, every day, uh, uh, every day she worked. Oh, oh, that dog working with her, and he's doing very good. You brought up uh, coefficiency, like in um, line breeding and in selective oh. in inbreeding. What is uh, too much of that? Because I know like with some breeds, um, when you get too high of coefficient, you start bringing in traits that you don't want to have. And it just kind of doubles down on genetic problems. You see it with bulldogs, French bulldogs, and so forth. And you see it with a lot of show lines. Yeah, because once you get winners, they just want to keep repeating yeah. that 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 sauce, that recipe, and it ends up creating what the German Shepherd became today. You know what I mean? Instead of and when when is it um, when is it appropriate In, to uh, open to open up a stud book? Now, impresa impresa the first one to do to to what I'm doing I'm the first so this is an experiment but with me that I have the 
I have the opportunity to make Don Mayfield. My grandfather used to do that. His friends do that. Uh, it all depends uh, on individuals. Empresa and Canet Corso, unfortunately, in many of those breeds uh, outside, everybody say, I got this line, but it's BS. They don't have no line. Uh, lines is when you uh, line breeding and inbreeding. So in press, I'm very careful. And what I mean, I'm very careful. I did only one inbreeding so far. Uh, the rest is line breeding, pure line breeding. So uh, in pet bulls that I was, there was no ending, to be honest with you. Uh, I met Don Mayfield. He got this dog, Mayfield, Texas, and you see, He's sixth generation, sixth or five generation in uh, Rob Krochner. He keep his, when uh, Don Mayfield quit, Rob Krochner, he started to doing his dog or uh, finishing what he started until he died. And he never end. He never uh, get nothing from the outside. Neither of them. Uh, I have a dog, uh, a female, when I, st when I started in Pitbull, I have a female, it was from Floyd Boudreau, from his old blood, from Boudreau Czech. She was like six, seven generation uh, blind Billy. All through it, in the whole pedigree, all over, over and over, everywhere. And uh, she was fine. But in Presa, I'm the first one, so, so far, so good. But remember, another thing, it is I'm used to this. So I think that the way I'm doing it, I don't do it very like a pet bull. I know they probably cannot be done like that. It will not take too long that I can find out uh, deformities because of health problems, I don't think. Uh, health problems, much of the time, is bring by other breeds. Uh, we got pressa with uh, epilepsy. Epilepsy, uh, it was bring by Canet Corsos or Boxer. And Canet Corsos doesn't have that problem. But when they start to mix them with Boxer, that's when they bring that tray in. And that's the problem. That's another thing that I love my jar. Because people, people think that's their belief. If I got uh, a Neapolitan Mastiff with this plecha and I breed it with a uh, uh, canet corso with epilepsy, they think the, those dogs complement each other and everything disappears. But it's not. Now you have the puppies, they're carriers of two diseases. And that disease with those dogs, you cannot do line breeding, inbreeding, or nothing. You have to stay. You have to bring blood from the outside all the time to keep to keep those uh, 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 those bad genes dormant. And that's not even guaranteed, because even if you keep them dormant, sometimes they can pop up anywhere. Yeah, but, uh, uh, the good thing about doing Embar is tell uh, the, another thing, another thing, and we're talking about that. When you wait two years, 
that's another rule I, I learned from these people or oh, these old timer. Another thing, oh, in Pitbull, when the dog, the dog is sometimes the first time is bred is when he finished campaign and it will be at seven years old. That's the first time it will be bred after he finished campaign. So the rule in the dogman war is everything after two years. So nobody breed puppies. That's another thing it made the people in another level that nobody see outside that they don't never see and they don't believe exists, but it exists. In people, you don't see none of this defect. If you find the only thing is uh, uh, this main tree area, uh, uh, it's a uh, hereditary, uh, it's a genetic uh, mage, but there's few dogs with that. It's not that many. Uh, and that's that's what I, that's that's it. I don't see ever uh, a pit bull with dysplasia, with liver problems. I never see those in my life. But when you go outside, you see all kind of problems, and it's because of the saturation, the saturation of of dog breeder and the mixing there going on. Because if you mix, it, 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 if you want a, a mixed dog, that's okay. But make sure that those two dogs that you put in, they're all healthy 100%. Uh, and by doing that, you can you don't have to do tests. In my opinion, you don't have to do tests. If you wait the right time, if you wait until your, your female and your male mature, after two years and you testing them, uh, you don't need to test health tests. By looking at it, it, the dysplasia show up between, according to my bed, because I never I see it on video, but I never see a dog in my face, in my uh, with my own eyes, uh, front of me with dysplasia ever in my life. Uh, according to them, it's between six months to fifteen months that you start to see. The dysplasia showing up on the on the dog, uh, and that's according to them is a genetic disease that it can pass on on generation to generation. Okay, if you wait to two years, you will be able to tell if your dog is limping. You got some problem. Same with epilepsy. Uh, you don't need, but when you do, I do embark, show me all that, uh, epilepsy, uh, dysplasia, uh, everything you can imagine is over, I don't know, it's over 250 or 350, uh, genetic problem. And I can get, I get them from, uh, from embark. And also uh, all of them, uh, uh, they show it, uh, with a simple test, um, and then you will certify if they find something, you go to the pet and certify uh, is he carrier or, or I mean, he's carried and he doesn't gonna show it. Uh, the veterinary will tell you. So, so far I'm clean of, of anything. And uh, it's been over, over a decade that I don't uh, get dog from the outside. Everything right now in my yard is all bred by me. 
with nothing from the outside. My 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 uh, my jar is 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 locked. Oh, I don't bring anything, and and so far it's been it's been fine. I guess uh, my grandfather and, and Don Mayfield should be uh, very proud of me. <laughs> if you were to have to go outside of your kennel, where would you go to get a good presso? Right now, that's a good question. Right now, I will be. I'm very picky. Right now, my God, I I don't know, to be honest with you. Don't know. Because the thing is, in Canary Island, they believe in bringing uh, the dog have majorero, and I put a more majorero. Uh, that's going backward to me. That's going back to the band dog. Uh, Presa, in my opinion, is a breed and it should be pure and uh, there is enough material to work uh, and you don't need to bring nothing, no other breed. The breeding was established like every other breed. Uh, uh, you should close the book and start to breed. When people start to breed it like that, uh, be, uh, this breed will, uh, will, it will be a better breed, to be honest with you. Uh, and any breed, because this is not only a problem in the press. What I see is in many breeds right now. I don't know what these people uh, think, because I remember uh, back in the day, every dog, pretty much 90, 99% of raw weather that I see they all have guard instinct, the majority. Same with German Shepherds, same with uh, uh, Dobermans. Doberman in that time, I see kind of, I, it was kind of getting uh, deteriorated a little bit. Uh, but you still, back in, back in that time, you still see a lot of Doberman with that aggression, with that uh, instinct of guarding, protecting, uh, but today it's hard to find it. the natural traits. Uh, and that's what people start to mixing and start to experimenting here and there, destroying all those traits. Uh, I will say it's not, it's not broken, don't fix it. Uh, it's simple as that. Uh, but people always are... Uh, they want to exaggerate virtue, and that's when you, to me, the problem, genetic problem, it comes when you start to exaggerate the dog, because the, the animal can take so much, and we like to overdo dogs, uh, uh, and that's no good. Uh, dogs, it should have, uh, uh, look at uh, mother nature, mother nature, uh, another thing that I do, it probably helped me now that I'm talking about Mother Nature. Uh, when my dogs give birth, they, they make a cave, kind of. And they put the babies in there. And I leave it in there as long as they can be. Uh, and that's another thing. I make uh, my dog tougher. Every generation, it comes more tougher. And instead, they come in weaker. 
Mike does coming more stronger and more by uh with more by bigger. Oh, uh, and it's probably because I do that and uh, whatever the mother I don't take puppies and I put an incubator, I start to give him breathing. No, I let nature take its course. Oh, uh, that probably helped me a lot. Oh, and I, and I learned that from all people. Oh, and that's another thing I seen it bring a lot of health problems. Because if you got a puppy, it, it, it was meant to be dead and you surviving. It, it sounds hard, but uh, but you you saw that puppy and the person who going to spend all that dog is going to spend a lot of money in bed uh, bills. And all that in the dog, it will at the end it will have to be put down anyway. That's another reason I don't have those problems uh, to this day. Uh, I mean, it, it, when you exaggerating dogs uh, as well, uh, the dog it doesn't mean to be like that. But we want we know muscle. I mean, how that dog is gonna breathe? Uh, we wanted with very short leg. I mean, how that dog is that is God meant that animal? It was meant to be. Uh, that sense we like to create things that are not supposed to be created. That's that's another thing, mm -hmm. uh, in my opinion, because people can take all the inbreeding and but we don't exaggerate them. Never. Is who is the best. And that's the one who's gonna breed. It's the best to the best. And that's the reason I that's what I put uh, that's my style of breeding. And that's I think I'm uh I think I will never fail as long as I keep doing what I know best. That I, I don't think I have to go uh to be honest with you, uh outside and breed to, to anything, to be honest. I let the puppy pick me up, um, pick me. Uh, a, a puppies, uh, the puppy who I don't uh, interact with, the, I mean, I, uh, I let them out. I pray, uh, play with a ride with them. But I know, like, I put it on like a baby and stuff like that. I don't do that. Uh, and I sit and I watch them play. And there's always one who comes to me. To check on me and that's the one that I get mm -hmm. uh, the puppy who is follow me more than everybody who is uh, stop playing with the with the uh, brothers and sisters just to come to me uh, that's my puppy that's right there and I don't pick him, uh, pick him or her that puppy is picking me up. Uh, uh, he's picking me. And that's how I do it. And it been work. Been work so far. So good. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, what the other ones, what I do, and they work for the other people, even they don't do the same thing like me. But what I do, I look, I know who is who already. Uh, one is more, more, uh, uh, he like to, uh, 
he got more is more hyper. The other one is more more uh, calm down. It's more mellow. Uh, and then people ask me, I ask him what what kind of lifestyle you have, and uh, they say, oh, I do camping. I do that. This that's the puppy for you. This is the one I, I would take. And, and 99%, they, they do what I, uh, they trust me with that. And to this day, I don't fail with that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, 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 uh, the ones that I cannot keep that I sell, uh, they are in, uh, on good hands. There are people, they're happy. The dogs, they're happy. And that's the goal, uh, to everybody being happy. The, the, that dog that he was work, uh, is working at, the, at that farm, the family wants a bigger dog. And she was telling me that she like uh, a dog who she can hide, uh, do uh, hiking and do stuff. She didn't have the farm uh, when she get the, the puppy. And, and when they come in here, I put up all the uh, hyper dog puppies. And I say, pick the one, the one who get more close to you, get it. Uh, and she find one, but all the friends of the family want a bigger puppy that it was from the same leader, but it was a part. And I say, that dog is not for, for you. And they keep wanting that puppy. And she say, no, I'm gonna keep this one. And the guy told me, her boyfriend told me, oh, oh I want to buy the puppy. And I said, that's no good idea to have two males. Uh, and then the next day, a guy came out with a nice car and all that. And I know he didn't have too much time for the dog. And he said, I want that. That's good for you. <laughs> Uh, and everything always works fine as long as they uh, listen to me. Uh, people, uh, I owe people always. Oh, I want this color, I want this size. Uh, but they want a big dog, but they want something that it that it uh, it never gets tired. And big dogs usually they are mellow dogs. And I made sure, uh, that's what I asked him, what you want the dog for. Uh, you cannot have a giant dog uh, and expecting uh, to be a Belgian Malano. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So you have to, you have to, and to me, to me, uh, I like my dogs. I like, yeah, well, when it's time to work, it's time to work. But when I'm chilling, I want that dog chilling. Like right now, I got four dogs inside the house, and you don't hear nothing. <laughs> But those dogs, when they see somebody, those dogs, they're not stoppable. They cannot be stopped. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's what I like. I like when it's time to, to, to protect, they are in there. But when it's time to chill, And I, I got one, uh, oh my God, if I take for, if I uh, want to hunt with him, I can hunt. Uh, the only thing I don't want him, because he's one of my, uh, the dog, the, uh, uh, that is more protected than anything. That he going in through whatever to, 
to protect me. And I don't want uh, to hunt with him. Because I don't want to... I don't think I will change his mind. But I don't want to take one doctor is being very good protecting to do hunting at the same time. Because I, I don't want to create that two sides. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I can hunt with him. And few more I can hunt. Uh, and I have, uh, I did a long time ago, I did uh, with uh, that dog that I'm talking about with his uh, great-grandmother. And she was good. They all, uh, there is been, you know, in that line that I use, there have been few dogs uh, that have been hunting. So I know the hunting instinct is there. Mm -hmm. It is there. What are some of the uh, biggest mistakes people make when they are um, training their puppy? Press uh, a puppy. I mean, uh, if they don't go to breed the dog, you can teach him anything. But to me, uh, if you're training personal protection, uh, I don't like decoys, to be honest with you. I'm not a fan of decoys and I'm no fan of helpers. Uh, it's more a game than than a protection. It's more into prey and uh, defense. That's the the mistake they do. Uh, and uh, I mean, training you can train your dog uh, obedience. All that is fine and dandy. Uh, my dog, some of my dogs, not every dog. I mean, they all listen to me. But I got dogs. I say. I have a train on commands and it, no no problem with that. Uh, but when he talk, when people start to to talking about personal protection, no everyone is training personal protection. Uh, police work and personal protection they are two different venues. Sport and personal protection is way too different. Uh, this dog, <coughs> I'm sorry. This dog, they're on prey. They, uh, the helper on, on like in choosing, uh, that's a sport. Uh, those dogs, they have to be okay with everybody. Uh, actually, uh, my brother is competing in that. Uh, I, I mean, he's going to, uh, and he's saying one part, they have to grab the nuts of your dog. That ain't gonna happen with my dog. You grab the nut, he, you're gonna get bit. <laughs> so, where is the protection in there? You know what I mean? This dog, to me, a guard dog, a personal protection, is a dog who cannot trust any strangers. He has to be on guard 24 7. If you take it to a mall, I mean, everybody who uh, approach you, uh, he has to be on the look, always at, uh, alert to what is going on around. And everybody start to put in the hand on the dog. Uh, to me, that's as no, as no a protection dog or a guard dog at all. That means if somebody coming here jumping when I'm not here, he will touch my dog and will call him and play with them and take everything off from my house. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I, I stay away from that. And that's what people don't understand from me. I always have agitators and, uh, and people confuse because I give uh, my uh, agitator half a sleep. Yes, I give it something to bite. And, but when my agitator, you asking the agitator, how that doggy was fighting, the, how the uh, creep it was made into, it was in defense. It was not on prey or play. And that's the difference. And we give the sleeve, uh, the dog trainer, give, I mean, the agitator, that's what I call an agitator because it comes to piss, to piss your dog off. So it's no friendly, it's no friendly attack. It's nothing uh, on prey or nothing. It's uh, like uh, make it look as real as we can. The present only that made my dog activated already. Uh, but uh, we don't offer suit a lot. I mean, uh, sleep. Uh, we do more by hand because the hands there, the, the dog has to worry about the hands, not the sleep. Uh, the sleep isn't going to hurt them, but the hands will. Uh, we do uh, uh, much of the same, we do them by hand, and we offer the sleep just to take that frustration out of them. Why the presser? You need you, you, you've done pit bulls and stuff, and yeah, what is it about the presser that makes you so passionate about the breed and, and wanting the future to be uh, bright for them? Uh, the thing is, uh, I, I have so many dogs in my life, and uh, I when I was 11, I was uh, uh, a doctor, uh. I used to uh, raise pigeons, and I uh, love pigeons since I was, uh, I always love animals. And I used to sit, and uh, he bring those uh, two dogs from Canary Island uh, back in the day, and the, the female have puppies, and I was sitting watching him every single day flying. Actually, he gave me uh, racing pigeons too, uh, but I was too kid to fly him. Uh, and he offered me a, a puppy, and uh, I get it. And that puppy turned out to be a good dog. But I always, uh, b before then I came back to uh, uh, this time with Pitbulls, uh, I mean with uh, Presa, I wanted Rottweiler. Because I, I used to work uh, as a uh, dog trainer, and uh, I used to do decoy and all that crap uh, for a training facility. And uh, he, the guy used to own, uh, Luis Camara was his name. Uh, he used to own a lot of Rottweiler. And I, I see his Rottweiler, how uh, they perform. It was my favorite breed. Uh, and it's still, I still like him. But uh, when I was looking for, for a dog, uh, I was looking into Rottweiler first, but I don't find anything like I see from this field that I work for. Uh, and I remember, I remember a dog named Duque that I have that that uh, doctor gave it to me, and uh, he was natural protector. And I say, oh, Presa, nobody uh, know about this breed. I might have luck to find him what I want. And I. I start to uh, checking dogs, 
here and there uh, and looking around. And I came back again to Presa. Uh, and since then, I don't stop because if I stop, I might never find what I have again, mm -hmm. to be honest. Those dogs that I grew up, Doberman, I used to own Dobermans. Uh, all those dogs, if you see it today, they are the shadow of the past. They're not even closer to, to where those breeds they was. And that's uh, why I protect this breed the way I do it, because I don't want this to get ruined either. Uh, and that's what I take my my breeding very serious and and uh and that's what i do what i do to be honest uh and uh but in my face my first choice it was the rottweiler and uh and i didn't find anything and i uh say oh i will start to think and i start to, uh duke start to come in, in in my mind and i say okay presa and let's see see somebody here breed presa and I find a lot of breeders, but uh, I look it into the pedigrees, and I didn't like them when they was uh, big breeders in here. Uh, big breeders is not the way to go when you're looking for for trade. If you're looking for flashy dogs, big breeders will will give you that flashy. Uh, they will give you whatever you look size. All of them they do. If you look the, if you look in, in, into into peoples, uh, they they are not that famous. That's when you find good dogs. I, I it's always been like that. To me, rich people, they have garbage, and it's always been like that. Always been like that. Uh, when I was into Pitbull, the best breeder there was the poor, the people who live in the in the middle of nowhere with a trailer. That's where you find dogs, good dogs. Mm -hmm. No into rich. Rich is all shows, uh, staff, all sick dogs. Uh, that's where you find they, they are horrible breeders. They always been. And if you can mention me any breed, and if you tell me that guy, if I see the facility, I see a nice facility, that's a bunch of sick dogs put it all together. But when you see a, 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 a dog or, the, or a dogman, uh, that's what you find dogmen, you know, or living or poor, they, everything is about their dogs. It's not about them. Uh, they take very good pride in what they produce. And it's always been like that, in my opinion. It's mm -hmm. always been like that. As you look into Presa, uh, these people pay a lot of, uh, they pay a lot of money into uh, Google to their not to when you uh, search for Presa or whatever breed, they show up at the first then uh, that's the people you have to stay away to be <laughs> honest you have to uh, whatever breed uh, people want to get into they have to learn and they need to know if you, you, this, 
you should not get dog because you see a movie like a dog movie or 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 <coughs> excuse me or renting Tino, forget about that. Uh, the dog has to complete your needs. And then when you decide, okay, I like this breed, like uh, Presa, I say Presa will be good because I remember I, I have it before. So I knew what I was getting into. Don't need to, I did search again. because uh, That was when I was 11. Then when I was around 19 to 20, I have a few more. And then uh, from... Uh, Uh, I came back again, I seen 2010, 2011, around there, I came back. Uh, things are different, so there's new dogs that I need to learn about it. So I went and I study all the pedigrees that I could ha uh, uh, study and learn and talk with people. Of, I talk, uh, Since I speak Spanish, it was easy, but it, it, it doesn't matter the language because... Uh, I could do that with uh, Rottweiler and Rottweiler, uh, they're German dogs and I don't speak German. So there's no excuse to find good dogs. Uh, I was in pigeon racing and pigeon racing is uh, the, in born in Belgium. Uh, I don't speak no Belgian, but I get good pigeons. And I... Uh, uh, kick some, some, some asses around <laughs> here with those uh, pigeons. Uh, I make a champion bird uh, in one season. And I didn't knew about, I mean, I have a uh, racing pigeon before, but I never was, never raised them. Uh, and I learned who uh, the uh, bloodline that I want to uh, that I have to have and I start from there and I suggest everybody if you need something uh, a guard dog for real a, a strong uh, a strong dog who got uh, the got to stop a man you need to search for blood uh, uh, for dogs uh, in your pedigree and know about them as much as you can, as much information you, you can, uh, that's how you get good dogs. Uh, it's like, uh, like in German Shepherd, like everything you go, uh, you need to learn how to uh, read those pedigrees and understand them. That's uh, my advice to anybody, and it doesn't matter the breed. doesn't <laughs> matter. It's like you're going in a, a horse racing, And you search for the winners, for the ones who are producing those winners. And so you can buy horses, so you can compete in the Kentucky Derby. If you start to buy cheaper uh, racing horses, you're never going to make it to the Kentucky Derby. Uh, and, and that's the same applies to everything. Pigeon racing, uh, guard dogs. It doesn't matter because it's a presa, it will be guard. That's the mentality people have. That's what people ending with a lot of garbage. And same with Rottweiler. People say, oh, all Rottweiler guard. In the past, 90, 90%, 95% they do what they're supposed to. That's right. But today, that number is very low today. 
And it's because uh, people put four leg with four leg. They don't care about about the guard instinct. Uh, they don't study bloodline. They just get a dog. Oh, it's a Rottweiler. It must guard. Oh, let me breathe. And the dog is a is a crappy, sick dog, and they breathe it anyway. And uh, and that's how how breed get watered down. Uh, selection. You need to to find uh, uh, people who select their dog. And I advise it doesn't matter. Uh, it's daylight presa, German Shepherd, whatever. But searching the people who got family of dogs, who line bred those dogs, and they have them for 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 no less than 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 a decade. Uh, no less than that. The more decades, the better. The more they know about their dogs. Right now, I know I I, I know so well my puppies. When when they born, I know what they're gonna pretty much how they're gonna be when they are grow up. And that's when you have a family, you know you you know who is gonna be who in, in the future. <coughs> especially, I'm sorry. Especially if you want a, a guard breed, you have to select from lines. And, and let me tell you, uh, long time in my time. Everything, it, it was no line breed, nobody wants it. Today, we are in the opposite side. Everything has to be a scatter bread. So we, that's what the money today it is. Before, we used to chop in very smart. And, and lines, they was uh, uh, available everywhere. I was looking into, uh, I think it was Dutch Shepherd. Uh, Dutch, no, no, into Barrio Malanois. And when you go back into their pedigree, there was a lot of line breathing behind. But today, there is not anymore. And those dogs, they make him famous. When you see pet bulls, the same thing, everything. And when everybody back then, it was line breathing, there was better dogs, in my opinion. Uh, I don't hear, I knew nothing about back then. I never hear about this. Pleasure. I, 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 I learned about all those genetic problems. Now, long time ago, I, you told me about this pleasure. I would say, what is that? Or you told me about epilepsy. Epilepsy probably, uh, uh, probably knew about it. But it was something that I, uh, epilepsy, I never see a dog a front of me that I remember with epilepsy in my life. Mm -hmm. And I hope not. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But this, uh, this genetic problem is uh, a new thing and it keep piling and piling and piling. And I'm telling you, uh, it's a lot to do because we go against nature. We cannot go against nature. We have to go, go, with nature, uh, when you see lions, uh, the stronger survive, the weaker die. Or, or, or everything in, in, in the wild is like that. That's what I do in here. People told me, Oh, but you lose, I don't lose any money. First of all, I would not sell a puppy, I knew it, it bought sex, and I would not want to keep it either because I, I want my dog who protect who guard my house when I'm not here. 
and a sick dog, I don't see me will do a very good job. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather let them, uh, nature take its course. And that's, I think, I believe that's why, that's why I don't have those problems. I, and I, I never encounter, I don't gonna face, uh, I never will. But so far, so good. And now we have the two uh, Embar, uh, all these uh, uh, companies who do uh, DNA tests, uh, who tell us uh, if we carry something is wrong and we can take it to the bed and uh, and uh, and certify they really have it and go from there. But these people. I talk with people and they told me, oh, these breeders told me this dog, look at her. But in two or three months later, the female is in heat. And that person promised me, swear to God, that she, uh, she or he didn't gonna breathe into, into that dog. And you see Poppy from that dog is already messed up. So this is, it doesn't gonna happen next. And that's why I log, uh, that's one of the reasons I log uh, my jar. I don't want to encounter those things. Mm. And if I have to go with somebody, oh my God, I will be so careful. I want a DNA test of the dog. I want to look the dog in my, uh, uh, I want to see in life, in real life. And I want to see every corner of that dog. I want to see the pedigree. I want to see if it was lime bread, iron bread, or or, or, or outcross, it is outcross. I will not deal with a dog like that. Because mm -hmm. uh, trace to if you don't have a family behind to keep it those trays, right? and I, I I learned that from my grandfather and Don Mayfield. Uh, Don Mayfield used to tell me, it was the last time, used to tell me, uh, Scott bring you don't gonna have consistency. And I always remember that, consistency. The word consistency, my grandfather used to use it, consistency. Consistency, when you have too much, too much, many different genes from different dogs, you don't gonna hold the good ones. You can get anything, but when you have a lot of good genes from one from the same the same family. That's a win-win situation. You got more your 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 numbers is getting higher and what you're looking for. When he saw a scatterbrain is a lot of different dogs here and there, the the chance even if that dog in front of you is the best dog you ever see, the chances for that dog to pass that to the offspring, they're very slim. Mm -hmm. But when it's a dog like that and it's, and it's lime bread, it is a family of dogs. The chances that you get your offspring to be like, like him or her, they're almost guaranteed. They, they, at, least, at least you get at least 50% of them. And that's very good number. Mm -hmm. That's zero or 1%. I remember that dog, uh, it was sent from Don Mayfield. Uh, it was a cold dog, a cold female. 
uh, I was asking uh, a friend of mine. Uh, I guess sometimes uh, uh, I still talking with uh, people who got uh, game dogs. And I ask him because I like to watch stuff from Dome because that's what is my inspiration. Uh, I like to have, he got at the end all the dogs. He got twins of dogs that he happened to me already in person. Uh, that, that never, I, I don't think somebody achieved that yet in person. They have two sets of, of twins in a litter. I think I, will, uh, I am the first one, I think. Uh, actually, probably am, because uh, I'm the only one who's uh, doing this all, all method of breeding. Uh, nobody believes anymore. Uh, he, uh, Ralph Ketchner, he uh, get his dogs, because well, he uh, died in 2006, uh, and they sent one, a female to China. It was a cold female. That female, it was so pure. When they breathe it, they breathe it. When you get those dogs so pure and you outcross them, you can get something from the outside, and they, they bring even better dogs when you are crossing. So that happened in uh, China. They bring uh, uh, that, uh, I think they, they did outcross. I'm not sure about that. Uh, but uh, from 10 puppies, they have nine wins and one loss. Nine winners from one liter. That's uh, uh, a 90% of, of win, or high percent of, 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 of return. So uh, that's always that's always always been worked, uh, but people forget about that. It's because people uh, actually they they want uh, the wow factor. It's all the what they're looking for. They don't looking anymore for good dogs. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. I'm for sure. Yeah, they're. Uh... Definitely, social media is it has exacerbated that sort of thing for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. Yeah, you see a good-looking dog, but it doesn't do ever nothing. It could it could be have all genetic problem, and you see that uh, dog who get uh, two hundred like, and you got is a dog who is very athletic, is working very good, and. Maybe that dog he does he have zero like. In life, in Facebook you can buy them. Uh, 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 that's true. But people tend to go more with the good looking. What appears to them to be look look good. Mm -hmm. Just to me, it doesn't look good. Well, I think we've covered a lot today. Is there anything that do you think we we missed that uh, that you'd like to talk about? Uh, I think we covered pretty much everything. Yeah. Well, we're so, gonna have to. Uh, what you gonna do? Uh, the picture thing that you did last time. I like that stuff. I got new new stuff. Yeah, for sure. I'll I'll uh, when I end the stream, I'll I'll tell you what I'm gonna what I'll do, for sure. Um, that's something that I would like. I got I got a lot of new stuff uh, from our last uh, uh, chat uh, last time. I got a lot of new dogs. 
and they're uh, they're pretty good. Good. Actually, good. their eyes to in my eyes they are even better now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, definitely. People would love to see that. Yeah. Yeah, on action. All right. Well, I'm gonna end the stream, but stay on while I end the stream here. And thanks right. everybody for joining and um, join thanks my pa everybody. Patreon uh, to see uh, to to rewatch this and spread the word for me. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks.